0: I love a director who has a vision. Sometimes the relationship between a director and a writer can be challenging when the writer may have a different take, which gets stepped on through the movie make- making process. But when the writer and the director are the same person, we see the pure vision emerge on screen as envisioned during the creative process. Sometimes this can be a bad thing collaboration with others tends to smooth out the rough edges and produce a work which is easier for an audience to take in. At the same time, there's always a risk of watering down the content and moving away from the core aesthetic intended in the work. Today, we look at the 1997 movie The Spanish Prisoner, written and directed by David Mamet. Mamet's style tends to provoke reactions in an audience, you either love him or hate him. Uh, Either way, I think it's interesting to examine a movie where the writer's vision is put on the screen as intended, for better or worse. And of course, as always, I am very much looking forward to Chris's reaction, as today we discuss The Spanish Prisoner on this episode of Movies Will Save the World. The movies will save the world. My name is Glenn Cooper, and I'm Chris Peterson. And today we are talking about the 1997, written and directed by David Mamet movie, The Spanish Prisoner. Uh, this was uh, my pick under the theme of I've, I, I had a couple of themes. Yeah, in what our was last. your theme? <laughs> yeah, I settled on stylized dialogue. I thought oh, that okay. was the most appropriate, especially sure. given, Mam- uh, given Mamet and and. His his movies anyway. Fair enough. So we we're gonna talk about the movie. Um, we will get to what our key scene in the movie is, uh, and ultimately uh, decide if this movie saves the world. Um, we will also have a would you rather um, towards the end, as well as our next movie pick. Yes. So stay tuned for that. Um, As always, uh, this is a movie discussion podcast. There will be spoilers. If you have not watched the movie, go watch it. It's a good movie, in my opinion. Uh, So with that, let's get into the movie. Uh, Well, that's my opinion. Uh, I'm curious, Chris, to hear what your opinion is. (laughs) All right. Let's do this. Yeah. Chris, you said you had seen this movie before. I'm always curious about some of these, uh, you know, mammoth movies that I feel are lesser seen um but you mentioned i think you had seen it in the theater is that correct that is
1: correct so um yeah so we could um should we do our origin stories about um yeah because sometimes neither of us have seen the movie and sometimes one of Mm -hmm. us have um yep so
0: you start because yeah (laughs) i don't remember mine
1: (laughs) so this is when i was in um grad
0: school so Uh that's you just 19- always have to days. flaunt how more, how much more educated oh, you are than I am, like, don't that's you? That's like a, <laughs> <laughs> like whatever. Um, I'm just. I was kidding. in school
1: and I lived in a town, and there was this kind of, you know, like a, I don't know what to call it. Um, it was, a, it wasn't a megaplex theater, right? It was just, mm-hmm, a, it was mm-hmm. like a movie theater that showed indie and foreign films. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, and um i liked i, I see i kind of liked his his writing and his movies so uh-huh. when it came i mean i would see any movie that came there to be honest with you but this one i was kind of sure. like, curious about and i knew it was kind mm-hmm. of like get a twist in it that's basically yeah. all i knew so yeah uh-huh. i saw it you know like the <laughs> the opening weekend <laughs> of this block oh, wow. of this uh-huh. blockbuster <laughs> <laughs> And remember, this is pre-internet days, so it wasn't like, oh, yeah. you. I mean, any movie that wasn't like a big <laughs> yeah. Hollywood movie, you didn't know anything about it, right? I mean, I wasn't plugged did, into the art theater
0: community. Did you find out about it from a zine? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't. Um,
1: so I went into it, yeah, completely completely cold and open to new uh-huh. experience um yeah in fact i saw a lot of movies like this way back then like yeah. pulp yeah. fiction like mm-hmm. i remember yeah. seeing that on the first weekend you know nobody knew anything uh-huh. about this movie um but so it's kind of exciting because right. but, but i also saw a lot of garbage so there's oh yeah <laughs> there's there's of course two sides to it but i do remember this one and yeah. um I remember what the fun thing was, my friends and I would watch a movie, then go out to coffee afterwards and discuss, uh-huh. um, you know, what we just saw.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that time. I, I don't, um, gosh, there was something really fun about that sort of uh, uh, indie movie scene where, like like you, I would kind of watch whatever. I, I think I, I don't remember how I first stumbled apro- uh, across this movie, but... Back when I had cable, it was like, I would sit up at night (laughs) and watch independent film channel, you know, and it'd be like, whatever was on, I was game to watch, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and to your point, you know, there'd be a lot of like, you know, okay, I kind of get what the director's trying to do here or the writer is not that good or or whatever. And then there would be these gems, you know, that would be like, oh, wow, I saw something really new. And and it's funny because like, I think, you know, even like. Going to a restaurant, you know, part of the enjoyment of the food is like, uh, this experience that you're having, and and I, I don't know how well this analogy works. I'm sort of <laughs> regretting going in this direction. <laughs> let's this see you get out of this one. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> but. You know, I, I, I think there are a number of movies, and I've certainly come back to some over over the years, where at the time, just even the atmosphere and the spirit of, like, we're watching something that's not part of sort of the, you know, mainstream studio system right. makes you want to like it a little bit more, yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, yeah. So To be cool and, and I, everything else, too. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason I picked this movie is, you know, uh, under that whole stylized dialogue thing is... Uh, this is not a movie that's going to appeal to a huge swath of you know <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> of western western audiences you know um it has a very specific tone it is yeah. it is it 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 misses uh, you know a huge number of things that make you know big movies big movies um but I just really fell in love with um this is the movie that made me fall in love with with David Mamet. and hmm. um uh-huh. You know a lot of people might cite glengarry glen ross right um which yeah but but i really do i i there is a very distinctive tone in the movies that he writes and directs because the movies that he writes and someone else directs they i feel like they water a lot of his dialogue and things like that down <clears throat> and make it feel a little bit more natural right as, that's yeah i see what you're saying yeah. Where, yeah. Whereas the ones where he's got complete control, it's like, nope. I wrote it this way. That's how yeah, I want it delivered. Right. <laughs> and I think it can turn people off too. So, what? Do you remember? Did you like it the first time through? All right. So that's, um, yes,
1: <laughs> yes, I okay. did like the movie. Again, I think part of it was it was something. Um. You know, I had liked another movie that he he did. That I will, well, i um, that I'd like to discuss um, uh-huh. later called House of Games.
0: I thought you were going to say that. Yeah, one. I love that one too. Yeah, yes.
1: and Joe Montana. Ha- <laughs> yeah, it's hard for me not to compare and contrast those two movies a little bit. Um, sure, but that being said, I did like it, and I do like mm-hmm. his style of dialogue. Um, mm-hmm. But one of the fun things, <laughs> one of the, this, you know, any kind of movie <laughs> with a major you know the basically the the genre i don't know is like plot twist or something you know what i mean like there's like something you know like yeah. a, like a con movie of course has to right. be like that because you're tr- you're yep. following along with in this case um campbell scott's character um uh, mr ross joseph ross yep. yeah. yeah mm-hmm. and and getting information as he gets it right and and mm-hmm. then and then i like what was fun cuz i had not seen this i mean I've maybe seen this movie twice in my life before the, before, uh-huh. you know, I saw it in the theater and then I saw it like years later, but to yeah. go back, and this is what we did after we saw it, was to piece together like, okay, yeah, does it, make, <laughs> does it add up? Does it make sense how this yeah. worked? Yeah. And that was, right. and that's part of the, that's part of what I enjoy about it. So even if I have uh-huh. criticisms or critiques of it, it's still uh-huh. an enjoyable process. So,
0: yeah. I'll leave it there I definitely now. I definitely want to talk about that cuz I had some notes on uh, uh, we'll get there. <laughs> I have some <laughs> notes on that subject but well and and the other thing, you know, so you know Steve Martin's in this movie, right? And Steve Martin is <laughs> you're, you're, delivering right. David <laughs> Mamet's dialogue <Yeah>. um <laughs> you know um and you know just momentarily pausing on the cast um i really you know mammoth's one of those guys who's got sort of his cast of of uh, his stable of actors. yeah exactly regularly right ricky jay is another one uh r.i.p ricky jay unfortunately yeah uh the man who could throw a card (laughs) like at some crazy record speed yeah that's a weird yeah he had weird talents that guy um i know but (laughs) I, i love him in this and i love him in uh uh, pretty much everything i've seen him in ben gazzara of course is in this is um a wonderful character and um uh facility huffman's in this yeah. rebecca pigeon as uh, susan ricci um and uh some other folks as well so that's a nice but cast. yeah yeah it is a nice cast and i like you know it's funny i was trying to think about gosh have i seen campbell Sp- scott in anything else because this is what i oh no he's been for. in yeah he's 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 been in a
1: lot of movies i've liked um he's this is the he usually you know isn't like the the protagonist um he's oh gosh he was on singles <laughs> yeah I mean he was in um like some movies are like that's not one I really love but there is yeah. there's other movies that um yeah yeah I'm you know he's I I just thought you liked him because he's George C Scott's son
0: okay are you kidding me no <laughs> I had no idea oh, shut up. <laughs> I didn't t- I didn't really <laughs> I did not this is the kind of research that I do for this show you can see my level of commitment I did not know that oh wow. yeah yeah okay well I'm I'm pretty sure I'd probably like right not-
1: Campbell Scott let me yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: One of us is no longer qualified to be on this podcast anymore. Yeah, unless, I think, right, all right, now it's, so, it's me. Unless
1: it's a different George C. Scott, is <laughs> he is the son of a George C. Scott? <laughs> okay.
0: So,
1: so, yep. I just thought well, you we... pick movies with a the theme of George C. Scott as <laughs> involved in it in some way.
0: Oh my god, I feel like such an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Oh, no, uh,
1: sorry. No, I that's didn't mean to do
0: that. I just I No, no, care. no. Never yeah. never mind. No, that's that's yeah. that's it's I'm I appreciate the uh information that you've shared with me <laughs> and probably not information that the rest of the audience didn't know of already. I, I don't anyway. know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and anyway. Yeah. <laughs> where, where
1: were we? Oh, you were talking about the cast. Yeah, I remember now.
0: Yeah yeah but i mean again i i just wanted to touch on that briefly because i i you know i like a lot of the actors in here and i and i Mm -hmm. like seeing them return in other mammoth movies and you know i i don't know if steve martin has been in another mammoth movie but and and that Um, may be what drew me into this yeah i don't know yeah uh, you know this different non-comedy, very much non-comedy movie that Steve Martin was well, in,
1: and I think this was I, I re- this I do remember at the time that um, Steve Martin he was tr- you know he was yeah. for years trying to make the process from comedy actor and light uh-huh. you know light and like drama and kind of stuff to move into more serious roles like Robin Williams mm-hmm. did was doing mm-hmm. and did yeah. right, and yep. for some reason Steve Martin never. So this was one of those kind of roles. I think he wanted to be taken as a serious actor. And Mm -hmm. um, he never quite made the transition, you know, to completely get out of that mode, sort of. But um, I remember this was kind of another attempt for him to do that.
0: Yeah. What's interesting, I'm trying to think of another Steve Martin sort of more just dramatic role. Yeah. And – It's such an interesting contrast to um, Robin Williams because, I mean, Robin Williams is almost like, you know, not almost like, he's just like, hyper, like, (laughs) fueled by cocaine, (laughs) on stage, (laughs) freewheeling, such an extreme comedic presence. And then he really did, because he really was successful moving into dramatic roles
1: yeah cuz when when goodwill hunting was around mm-hmm. this year and he won an oscar yeah. you know and steve martin yeah. that must have bugged him you know <laughs> <laughs>
0: But it's almost like it's like contrast, you know, the two extremes of the cocaine filled crazy <laughs> diatribe on stage, to this really you know dramatic role that that uh, uh, Robin Williams was able to accomplish, to the I would say less cocaine filled crazy <laughs> Steve Martin on stage, to I don't I, you know I just I I like him in this movie, but I I don't I don't see the same like depth of and character maybe and maybe drama, that's yeah. it yeah I mean yeah, maybe. Yeah.
1: You know, Steve Martin, trying he's trying to spoil her head, being the villain in this movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that it may be that Steve Martin is just not good at this kind of acting. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, not, it's, yeah. not, it's not a sin. hes hes He is an awesome writer and comedian. Um, yeah, for sure. And that maybe he's just not suited for this type of um you know the what it need yeah. what what you know to be an actor to what it takes to hold on to that yeah.
0: character and make it compelling steve martin has resting comedy face <laughs> 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 that's, that's hard to overcome <laughs> Wow, uh, that was good. All right, <laughs> <laughs> have I redeemed myself from not knowing who yes. Campbell Scott was? <laughs> yes, that evens the playing field. Okay, yeah. for this pod for this podcast. Well, just since you know this, uh, I think this is a lesser seen movie. Just brief overview of the plot. It it, it follows our protagonist, uh, 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 Joe Ross, um, who is working for some company, developing what they call the process. Yes. One of the great MacGuffins in (laughs) movies. Yeah, exactly. And it's this proprietary process (laughs) that he has helped develop. Um, And, uh, and then, well, I guess I'll just get to it. Yeah. Yeah. Go, go for it. He gets, he gets conned out of it. He thinks he's, you know, um, uh, he, he meets Steve Martin, uh, who's playing jimmy dell on this uh vacation not vacation a work holiday um and then develops a relationship with him what appears to be a friendship uh, little do we know that uh, uh jimmy dell is a con man um and is working to con uh, uh, Joe Ross out of the process um, and that's sort of at the midpoint of the movie that we find out that that's uh, what's going on and then uh, the movie continues from there but you know it is one of these movies like it's it's got mixtures of a good whodunit in it in that there are clues littered throughout that on second watch you know are things to pick up on Yeah. yeah exactly um, um you know, and then we we take it to its conclusion from there. So, you know, we've... <laughs> and I just will say, like, one of my favorite scenes in this movie, and it is emblematic of the sort of stylized dialogue, is that almost opening scene in the sort of... The room with all the white guys, white old guys smoking <laughs> oh, cigars right, and yeah. high leather-backed chairs, you <laughs> know... Uh, talking about quote the process and by means of the process to control the global market i, lo- I love that he doesn't get into any specifics we have no idea what industry that is this yeah is what kind of and he's always jotting down equations in yeah. his notebook that exactly. <laughs> seem like you know at one they seem like you know i it doesn't seem greater than high school level math, but that's okay. I don't care. Yeah. There's there's one point in his notebook where he's got a what appears to be a sketch of like a PDF icon with an arrow next to it. It's like <laughs> this goes here. Yeah. You know? so, anyway, which all of this is not important for the plot because the point is exactly That's it's this yeah. it super could... secretive hush hush thing that's going to generate a windfall profit for. We don't know because they don't show us the, the blackboard as he's writing it down. So right, anyway, which, which yeah. is this process?
2: Yes. How
1: long can we hold on to it before the competition steals
2: Well, it? we defend it, of course, tooth and nail. This is a proprietary process, of we, course, after the fact. But the competition. The question is, if we get into it, what do we own? You're asking us to consider making a vast investment. Our concern before, is that before we can take this, free this to the all. stockholders meeting, I want to know what, what do, do we own? own.
1: Speak to the point.
2: Thank you, I will speak to that point. Without the data, without our actual data, without the formula, the Japanese, or anyone else for that matter, would have nothing. Should you give us the go-ahead, their actual... The legal issues are these. We have both the de facto and the de jure copyright of that process. It was developed by... Even should they engage in piracy, their research and development time... Their catch-up time. What put them back, George? Three. Three to five years.
1: Yeah, and actually, this is... This is why I like this movie and also don't like it. Because <laughs> it could be all right, I think it's a good point. Like it doesn't matter what the freaking MacGuffin is, right? It it sure, could be sure. it could be almost anything. In this case, we're led to believe it's it's obviously some sort of mathematical formula for
0: you know, I don't know, like global I'm gonna wisdom, guess, global I'm markets, gonna, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, my guess is it's a better version of New Coke, um, but I don't know. <laughs> I mean it could have been, right? It could um, have been, yeah. Um
1: the the global so, cola market. <laughs> so again, it's that like that's not the point of the movie is about that's just the plot device that moves us right. along. But that could right. also be distracting in a sense because it's like well, what is it you know it's,
0: it's <laughs> yeah
1: it's like the, the well it's like the suitcase in um pulp fiction right like what sure what it, right. we, are, we are left to let our imaginations run wild about you know yeah. what this important thing is and why it's so wonderful right and why everyone's mm-hmm. trying to get it um so there is this essence of like okay whoever gets this whatever it is is, is yeah is has an astronomical amount of money coming to them
0: right um, right um
1: you know, so that can be both in in one way, I like it, because it it doesn't like I said, it doesn't matter, but also it it's it can like I was distract in the sense, well, I want to kind of know somewhat what it is about why why are people willing to kill someone
0: over this. so You know it's interesting because in 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 a way, I could see even the structure of the dialogue being more infuriating from that perspective because <laughs> even that initial scene where they're trying to describe to the investors this process right you know uh uh, uh um um uh campbell scott and ricky J keep interrupting each other and and like almost uh, taking yeah. the conversation in a new direction you know and so it's even more like <laughs> i'm not even following a thought to its completion now he's talking about the league, well, the, we have the jury and the de facto copyright, and, and you yeah. know, and then he jumps back to this other thing. So, you know, if 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 someone were watching this from the perspective of like, what the hell are they talking about? The dialogue doesn't help. <laughs> no, know, it almost makes it
1: worse. Yeah, that is true. Yes, it, it gets more and more. Yeah, like I don't know.
0: I don't like opaque
1: or whatever the yeah right exactly word is, it, you know. it's, it just becomes more vague and <laughs> rather mm-hmm. than less yeah. precise as you go along in the conversation right. you get more and more confused the more information is given <laughs> right um, and and
0: yeah. they have they talk about like who else might want this you know and they just use words like the japanese <laughs> like, you know, not not a specific other company just the japanese <laughs> entire culture wants this thing
1: <laughs> and that was i mean we have to go backwards a while to remember what it was like when like there was this kind of do you remember that when like the Japanese companies were buying properties and companies in the United States and people mm-hmm. were freaking mm-hmm. out about it? I think <laughs> yeah. like that's, I think yeah. that's what this is supposed to tie right. to kind right. of like this sort of like racism yeah. against <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. and fear of the jap the Japanese, right.
0: Right. I remember like these, the world. I remember from this time, you know, uh, there was so much like, um. Listen, I- I'll admit it. I grew up a misguided child and listened to a lot of right-wing radio <laughs> as a child. Really? <laughs> okay. But I-, I remember at that time so much, and some of my friends in high school, it was like so much like this, you know, buy American trucks. Yeah, you know, right. The, you know, cars right. and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and guys... If you built better cars, I might buy American cars, but you just don't build good cars. <laughs> I think, you know, Toyota kind of got that solved. Uh, that's why we have uh, Six Sigma and, and Lean and all these things right. today. So anyway. Um, no, But no, I do remember it
1: being a thing. You know? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, if, if you don't have some of that context, like, God. a lot of it. You know, not that you can't watch the movie, but you understand the paranoia a little bit better about, you know, and then some
0: of the plot themes that come through. I just had this thought, and it's really depressing me, um, (laughs) when our identity wars in this country just boiled down to what brand of car you bought and none of this other bullshit that it is today. Oh, it was a simpler time. <laughs> it really was, though. It really was. <laughs> yeah. No. <Ugh>. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, like, I think that um, the way that uh, the, our, our main character, uh, Joe Ross... Uh, and uh Jimmy Dell meet is a lot of fun, um, oh yeah I th- yeah, I think this budding friendship, like Jimmy Dell does such a good job of like uh what's the right word being just you know charismatic and engaging, and you really see uh Campbell Scott's character Joe Ross is like infatuated with this guy, right. Yeah, and you know you see how much he wants to be friends with him, and it, <laughs> right, again that's we that's don't true. we don't know it at this point that he's a con man, but um, um, I really like watching that relationship develop, and even the the ways that <laughs> the ways that you know Steve Martin is, it's like he's pulling him along and then pushing him away yeah. as a way to pull him along. Exactly. Again, you know? yeah. yeah. No,
1: that was, that was well done. Uh, yeah. Jimmy Dell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's what con men do, right? I
0: guess so. <laughs> yeah. They, all the times they... I've been con. That's what <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're going to have di- dinner on Friday and <laughs> he never calls and you see, you know, Campbell Scott, just like chilling in his apartment and finally like, fuck it all light up a cigar and get a beer out of the fridge cause right my phone's not you can see him like check to see if his phone's working at one point <laughs> yep. you know like uh but i you know i mean who hasn't been there right where there's this interesting new person you think you've got plans you're waiting for that call and then you're like well what do i do with the rest of my evening <laughs> you know where have, have i been ghosted by this person right
1: and um so- no, that was, you know, again, I have to go back a long time uh, <laughs> to remember how I, but I I see what you're saying. Yeah, to build that kind of confusion and tension uh, did uh-huh. make it more, you bought into it more, right? Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you could, and I could see why Ross, Joe Ross, was, you know, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, it, Mammoth didn't make it too easy, right? That all of a sudden right. they're best buds, and then like right, you know, right. every everything you know, it seems. So it seemed plausible. Like it seemed plausible that they would become friends in some way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. That for whatever, yeah, just yeah. It did that. That you're right. I I bought
0: into that um, pretty easily. Yeah. And I thought, again, it, it, they did a good job of sort of setting up the dynamic between the two of them. Um, and I think that's part of them again, what made it easier for Joe to get just sort of like pulled along in this, not realizing that this guy's out to ultimately get him, you know, because every step of the way, he's just, you know, setting up the, the key points of the con, um, with you know joe not realizing it at all <laughs> yeah so, yeah well i i think we should talk a little bit about some of the dialogue stuff at one point yeah because um, that's your but, thing about this that's my thing yep. um <laughs> um but let's do talk a little bit about i think what you were sort of getting at when we kicked off which is like from a plot standpoint, you know, uh, is this, where are the twists, where are the turns? Is this doable? Is this realistic? You know, some of those kinds of things. Cause I've got some comments on that, but <laughs> did you have anything on that notion to lead us off? Cause I, I, maybe I'll just say this, this movie is riddled with plot holes. <laughs> yeah. It, or just, yeah. Like, um, or suspension of disbelief you know kinds of
1: things. Well yeah, because there 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 are things in here that unless for, you know, a con movie, of course, a certain chain of events have to happen, right? In yeah, order for yeah. it to work. And there's some mm-hmm. huge coincidences <laughs> and leaps here that if oh, that yeah. one part didn't work, exactly. It, it could have all fallen apart. And then, yeah. you know, so in in those times like yeah, like it could have it could have not. It could have not gone well from the very beginning. Like, let's just could, take the whole premise of like Ross and Dell becoming friends, right? Yeah. Like, sure. what? What if, what if like Ross just said, you know, f you, I don't, you know, I don't like you, go away. You know, there you okay. go. There's no
0: movie. I, I actually have a comment on that one. Good. Uh, Cause, cause, you, yes. Otherwise, this would be a boring show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, But here's, okay, <laughs> I want to come back to this for a moment, but the one that I wanted to call out is, on their flight out of St. uh Joe Ross buys Suzanne Ricci a first-class ticket based on winnings from a casino that Ricky Jay yes. won <laughs> as just a nice gesture, and that ticket <laughs> is used at the end of the movie. Exactly. What... <laughs> was the uh, anyway you know so no i mean and and that's in that, my notes
1: too like like what if he didn't buy the first class ticket what right, what if right, right. what if his friend didn't win a bunch of money you know there's like <laughs> yeah. as if that right. was part of the, the long
0: the well, long game right yeah so here's here's what i think and i'm going back to uh what you said about jimmy dell i think that <laughs> the i i think that uh It's not that the con people, because again, Susan, Susan Ricci is one of the con people as well, as we find out towards the end. Um, I think that they were using multiple different avenues in. Mm. So, because you see (laughs) her try and seduce him to a certain extent or him or her, you know, flirting with Joe and, and then there's the Jimmy Dell. And, and I really do think that It was like, well, let's try this, and let's try this, and let's try this, and let's see what sticks. So, you know, maybe they didn't plan on the airplane ticket as the way to get him out of there. But, you know, that's the one to me that jumps out so clearly. is like, well, if he hadn't done that, then you wouldn't have this to go on. But I just felt like there were multiple avenues that they were trying to take to get at him and then figure out kind of what sticks. So... Right, because there's, yeah, there's all these little key
1: ingredients there that, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, for instance, um, I forget uh, Huffman's character's name, Pat McClure or something. McCune, McCune, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that he happened to be walking by the bar, Susan's talking to this woman, and like, guess Uh what, she's an FBI agent. And then he, like, you know, did he take the, I don't think he took the card or something, I think he went back. No, he
0: didn't, he... He later, because then she had like this photo book and yeah. made a point of showing <laughs> S- the card to Scrapbooking. business trip, she made a scrapbook. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I just laughed when I saw that <laughs> the first time. And there are a lot of things like that where they are putting clues in front of joe's face yes that they are making the assumption that he's gonna put two and two together you know right Because like what you know again what if he didn't
1: call the fbi lead? you know <laughs> right, what, would, what, right. would,
0: what would what would that
1: mean um what
0: would the next step then be you yeah know? exactly know. yeah so there's yeah there's just like <laughs> there's there's like that there's, there's a conversation that we don't get in this movie because Jove does put two and two together where uh Susan is coming back to him and saying, So, um uh you remember that FBI lady? Uh yeah? Why? Oh, I don't know, just mentioning it. <laughs> Did I show you my scrapbook again? <laughs> subtle gesture to the card you
1: know yeah i mean she's doing like she especially is like the one who's like isn't it like what does she say like you know no one can maybe people aren't what they seem or whatever she says you know it's like she's planning these ideas like inception right she's planning ideas (laughs) into his head like taking random pictures here take a picture in front of this stupid beach yeah you know which there's nothing happening on um, you know, which of course then leads to mm-hmm. Kim, you know, um, Jimmy Dell wanting the camera and that's how they get right. introduced, you know, and that's, <laughs> I'll give you a
0: thousand dollars for that camera. <laughs>
2: I'll give you a thousand dollars for that camera. I beg your pardon? I said, I will give you a thousand dollars if you give me that camera. Are you asking a favor of me? Is that the idea? Because if it's important to you, why don't you take the camera? As a gift. Why don't you take it? There you go. My gift
1: to you. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't say yes. I mean, why not? <laughs> sure. sure is, what a disposable camera. Yeah. Um, but one thing overall, I just got to get this, like, <laughs> out on the table because, um, you know, I have to remember, this is all, you know, it's not pre-internet, but there's, you know, it's, mm. there's nothing, you know, most of the things now, if this happened in today, would have been solved just by Googling things, right? He could look <laughs> up, you know, they would have to make it more elaborate, because he could find yeah. out, like, you know, who is this person? What about the, his right. sister's a tennis player in the Olympics, right, you right. know, or uh-huh. like all this, you know, all these things could have been, you know, at least they would have they would have to do that now. Um, uh-huh. yeah. back, back then, we you know we
0: live yeah. so blissfully ignorant of everything joe ross would have been like oh cool send me your sister's linkedin <laughs> none of this like back and forth and also the fact that her name is not dell it's yeah it's like this is totally De- random mrs yeah. da silva at the wilshire <laughs> exactly oh yeah that, that's not a red flag <laughs>
1: Or just the happenstance of him being there and saying, oh, I, I – like, the fact that this made-up tennis player has, like, an autographed picture in the uh uh-huh, used uh-huh. bookstore or whatever. Yeah, and he's, like, wants yeah. to give it to her for some reason. Yeah. Um Which, again, is just, like – and the woman happens to be – the old woman happens to be walking in right, to her right. building at exactly that time, and she just accepts uh-huh. the package. Doesn't say yeah. thank you for random person for this package yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, and then he finds out. Oh, I've been conned. You know. So that's. Right. Um, so I guess to your point, I that's kind of an excuse that all these things can be overlooked by just saying, well, they would have had a backup plan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and I'm not actually trying to defend the movie. because no. I, I, <laughs> I think it's a good <laughs> idea, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, that's as much as I'm willing to give it. Uh, don't get me wrong, I enjoy watching this movie, but you—it ca- it is impossible to overlook all of the coincidences and things that had to line up perfectly to make right. well, we don't even need to get to the end of the movie where <laughs> he just happens to get on the right boat or whatever. however he engineers the end where he gets on the boat and there's the two uh, US Marshals on there too like all of that like, <laughs> like the only way that this makes sense is if every other character who is in the know the con people right the other marshal service um the boss is all just hovering around joe every minute of every day (laughs) seeing what he's gonna do next so that they can try and get themselves in position to anticipate it so so i I, like again i i enjoy the movie uh and i'm for this movie I'm, i'm willing to look past um all of those things, but they are numerous and plentiful uh, throughout.
1: Yeah, because there are a couple though that are more than just um, like there 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 of course is the implausibility, right? I mean, there's sure, yeah, that, that's yeah. okay. It's a movie, you know. We can <laughs> we can allow for the world of implausibilities, right. but there are right. some things that like there. On the other hand, like there are actual. Not inconsistencies, but like I, I guess you can describe them as plot holes. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Me, I, I think, for instance, I think for him to bring the actual formula yeah. or the process right. with him, like was was not in character because this is something that he protected with his life. Why would he? Why would he bring it? Why not just bring a fake?
0: A fake. You know what I mean? Right. That especially. Yeah, especially when he already suspect I I, I know he brings it to who he thinks is the FBI, but but still there was no there was absolutely no reason for him right in any way
1: to bring the actual because nobody knew what it was, right? He was the only one who had ever touched this thing. So he could have just scribbled in there, right? And that would have been to (laughs) anyone else's knowledge, the process,
0: right? Right, right. So that was it, that was stupid for a character if, who was very cautious. If if I had just found out that someone that I thought was a good close friend of mine well, maybe not a good close friend, it doesn't matter. If I found out that someone who I interpreted to be a friend of mine, I just discovered that they had been trying to con me out <laughs> of stealing this process. Right. And then when I think that I'm contact contacting the authorities, which by the way you can get to the FBI without having to get somebody's card out of a scrapbook. You can just call the main line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, with setting that aside. Right. You know, oh gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, uh. Anyway, <laughs> the next time someone asks me to bring the process to a meet, I'm going to be a little bit suspicious and probably think, is this person conning me too? Anyway.
1: Yeah, no. So that that was a that that to me did not make even when I I remember seeing at the time thinking why is he bringing it with him? You know I, know, I, mean? I know. I just thought yeah. this is so dangerous. Um, right. Right. You know, and there's other things like I mean they're just more of annoyances, but like but it's they're, they They do add to the plot. Like like opening a Swiss bank account, right? Right. Right. Uh- <laughs> you, you can't just like oh, what's your name? <laughs> Joe Ross here here's your Swiss bank account you can't freaking do that I that was like I I sat I was I watched this movie with a, a friend of mine who like actually was studying finance right so he knew uh-huh. like, and he, he just like went ah you know it's like thought, that's just BS man you can't, like even back in those days you actually had to go to The Swiss bank, you know, there's like 400 Swiss banks. They make it sound like there's this (laughs) one bank of Switzerland, right? Yeah. There's about 400 of them. And you actually have to go to a representative office at that time, I guess. um, And you show your passport and you show your social security card, just like you open any other bank account. They just keep that information secret.
0: Chris, you just—you clearly don't understand <laughs> that someone as wealthy as Jimmy Dell has the backdoor access to create a Swiss bank account just by typing in the word the "Patty", Patty. Into, his, <laughs> into his laptop. His the, 1997 laptop, I like, should say. Right, like you just saw him write "Patty" <laughs> <laughs> on his laptop. Patty. It's, it's, it's like in there a you go. giant in a giant dialogue window with every screen is about six inches like, high. who the- could
1: crack that password? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, boy. And, this is the and time then, of course, strong passwords.
1: But yeah, and then it comes back saying, you know, they show him information. The whole point yeah. of a Swiss bank account is that that information is impossible to get. You don't know who's got one. That's the whole point yeah. of having one. So mm-hmm. anyway, I thought that was just infuriating um, <laughs> because I thought, yeah, this how would how would that's the whole point? These people use this bank accounts. so the cops right. just can't type in your name and find it.
0: Chris, I think we should stop talking about this movie because it's making me like it less. <laughs> and then one more, <laughs> just one, okay, yeah, okay, go. No, act- actually, this is this is after.
1: Um, well, I don't know if we want. Like, all right, this is more to do. And I, I actually, this is this is a legitimate question because this is something I possibly just totally missed and didn't get the uh-huh. connection. So, I'm yep. not saying I'm right or wrong uh-huh. about this. Probably, but, right, but go ahead. He gets the cops involved, right? Uh, I knew you were gonna. I absolutely want
0: to go here. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, so I want to know kind of what happened there and who they are and maybe I just missed some clues about that whole part
0: well you beat me to the punch because i was going to ask you the same question um Mm -hmm. i am still unclear having seen this movie a number of times if if the cops were because you know so he goes to the cops he says i was conned out of this yeah and then we get into you know him realizing the depths of the con and all that kind of stuff and then the cops are like you're in a lot of trouble I still don't understand if because we see them that that same detective at the end of and, the movie after yeah, he's a, been exonerated, yeah, right, so I don't know if the cops were informed by the marshals <laughs> and were like just <laughs> interrogating <laughs> Joe because they felt it would help them get closer or if the cops were not in on it. I don't know. Yeah, and
1: that was that was the part that I thought is that <laughs> is that normal when you are asking <laughs> like I've just been right. ripped, I've just been robbed, basically, right. right, right, right. Like, like that's what's happened to him. Something of his has been stolen, and he, you know, so he goes to the cops, which I'd probably yeah. do as well. And then the cops totally turn on him. <laughs> right, like, you're in big <laughs> trouble because like, yeah. it's like, dude, my house has just been i've just been burglarized yeah. or beaten up or something and then right. they make up all sorts of weird crap like um not make it up but it's kind of like they're they're deducing things immediately about right right like for instance <laughs> although I, it's never happened to me but it for instance if you want a bunch of money at a casino right right um you and somebody gives you money or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, you do have to report that, but it's not like the second you get money, you report it to the IRS, right? No, that's why we do taxes every year, <laughs> yes, not every day, not every second. So it's just like you're in <laughs> big trouble because, like, you're not, you know, it's like, no, that is not how it works. You file that right. at the end of, of, you know, when you report your. Income, you know. So I thought he's not in trouble with the IRS. He's there's no no way they're investigating him about gambling winnings or anything like that. It's
0: no, and and I think we're led to believe that you know the amount he got maybe is like a couple thousand dollars. It's not like you know some huge windfall, right? I mean, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. So it's not
1: like a million dollars, right? You know, so. There, and, that, and even still
0: you've got time to report it so that was so that
1: turn in the movie where he becomes not the the, suspect yeah where he goes from victim to yeah suspect is a, is a yeah. weird transition that felt unnatural to me a little bit
0: um yeah I, I think so too and again I come back to if let's presume the cops were in on it let's presume that the cops were not in on the con but in in on the working marshals yeah yeah exactly the u.s marshals if that's true they basically let a murder happen well that's (laughs) that's the point yeah like so it it, you
1: know and that may be that they didn't concede that that's how that would end you know (laughs) but in a sense they are yeah they are somewhat responsible I mean, for
0: the <laughs> the, the, the f- murder of his friend yeah i mean the first thing joe does getting you know once he gets bailed out by his boss yeah client, first thing right. he does is go to a payphone call his friend go straight there and by the time he gets there he's been stabbed to death yeah so like you know <laughs> clearly the con men were following him or onto whatever he was doing or assumed and, and got the timing exactly right. Yeah. So that he was still alive to have the phone call and yeah, then yeah, by exactly. the time got there. They didn't got kill there. Him too early. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Or yeah. And they, um, and, and either the cops just let that happen or I guess maybe we're on a coffee break. I don't know. <laughs> right. So, th- so that yeah.
1: part too, like, I don't know if that was part, you know, because in a sense, I don't know I, I, yeah yeah they because they could have just gotten oh, I'll have to go back to that because I'm trying to connect the dots here in a couple things about yeah. um, you know, and it and it I want to say this though, I like the tone of his movies in the sense mm-hmm. like I do, like I think that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons I like them and give them mm-hmm. you know somewhat it's not necessarily. <laughs> i mean the the yes just 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 this kind of um i don't have a i don't have a <laughs> I don't have a word for it but but mm-hmm. there 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 is a sense you know like it is a very um stylized dialogue right um, yeah and 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 that people you know the, there's not these huge emotional arcs um of anyone really there's a few yelling and intense scenes, but you know for mm-hmm. the most part people are. Stay within a certain tone, mm-hmm. um, you know. Which does that? That's not actually distracting to me. I mean, you know, you know, you're in. I mean, in this movie, you're in a alternate reality in a sense because yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, you
1: know, there's no such country as whatever it's called. Um, what, Venezuela? Yes there is. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Saint Estefan or Saint Estef. Yeah, Saint that, stuff. that's that's not a place and you know, the company's mm-hmm. never named the process and right. like these things, but of course they don't that to me that's not I like you know, there's a part of me that kinda mm-hmm. likes that. That this that, yeah. that you know, you're you're watching a movie and you know that. Mm-hmm. But there's other part that wants want you know, I want it to make logical sense. Um mm-hmm. you know, like any other movie, even a horror genre or something that People behave and react, in, in ways right. that, that that seem consistent with their character. It's it's like mm-hmm. we've talked about before. Here are the you know, whatever this movie is. Here are the ground rules of how this universe works, right? And we'll right. Ex, we'll accept it. You know, Princess Bride or whatever. That this is the way this this universe operates. However, uh-huh. when when there's inconsistencies like. How did such and such know this or do this? Then, right. then it starts to break break apart for me, and I and I, you know, I have to look back at retrospect. Like, oh yeah, how did they know that? Right. How, how did this happen? Right. Um. Yeah. So maybe in this world, Swiss bank accounts can just literally be typed <laughs> into a. Browser,
0: you know, I don't know. yeah, <laughs> Maybe. And, and cops immediately suspect anyone reporting a crime. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, <laughs> we know
1: that you won a bunch of money in a casino, and you have a Swiss bank account, so we know that you're up to something. And you're, oh, yeah, and I forgot the extradition, whatever it was, like to become the extradition.
0: A, oh, oh uh, asylum request. Yeah, yeah, was that what it was? Like he, for, yeah, signed, it was a request for political asylum.
1: Yeah, yeah which yeah. you know, I didn't research that, and I guess that's a thing. You can just sign a piece of paper
0: do it i don't know piece of paper with a lot of gold (laughs) on it i would assume how you do it again that
1: you actually have to go to an embassy and i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i mean is it that easy because i would do that for every country if that was that easy just in case yeah you never know yeah like i maybe need to get away to (laughs) someone i don't know if i'm framed for some kind of crime
0: or if you just you know Want to pretend like you've been framed for a crime, Chris? I don't know. <laughs> I was framed for speeding, officer. <laughs> it was someone Wait, what else's do they foot call that? On like, the sovereign, sovereign citizen or whatever. Oh god, god, don't even get me started on that fucking bullshit. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> I, I, your laws don't apply to me, officer. Uh, kind of think they do. <laughs> I know it's one of my it's one of my favorite
1: insanities of our culture really i've just
0: I've just, just finished listening to a couple of podcast episodes <laughs> about libertarians who oh uh-huh. wanted, wanted to start um uh, uh quote unquote cities uh in the sea in international waters <laughs> uh, under the belief that well, if they're in international waters, then you know we aren't subject to any laws of any nation. Guess mm. how well that turned out? I'll <laughs> give you a hint. It didn't. One of the one of the guys had to go to Panama because he is currently being hunted by uh the viet i think it's is it vietnam i oh thailand the thai government because they were like you set up an island right off of our coast and you're claiming that it's your own country i don't think we're gonna let that happen (laughs) (laughs) Uh, anyway that's a bit of a digression yeah (laughs) not really yeah So we should talk a little bit about the dialogue, uh, given that it's the reason (laughs) that I picked this movie. Um, But I I think, you know, one of the things about uh, Mammoth uh, scripts and uh, plays and and, and screenplays and things like that is that there's a very, like, almost what I would say a staccato nature to the dialogue. Yeah, right. And I think there is a big difference in the movies that he both writes and directs uh, versus the movies that he only writes and then someone else directs and totally i think some of that gets smoothed over i mean you can see it creep out in in glengarry glenn ross but it's much less pronounced than in in movies that he he directs himself yeah so. because his background of course is um he's a playwright i mean that's right, what right. he
1: was you know he's was known for Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, if you look at his just briefly, like some of the, the writer of like movies, like, uh, the postman always rings twice the verdict, mm-hmm. the untouchables mm-hmm. Hoffa. I mean, a lot of these movies yeah. I enjoyed and have mm-hmm. seen, uh, wag the dog, mm-hmm. um, you know? Yeah. And then, but, um, anyway, yes. And he, um, but then there's the ones, like you said, he directed like, heist um Uh uh, (laughs) uh-huh yeah yeah. uh, this one um uh, spartan oh yeah (laughs) yeah that's right and also (laughs) um yeah the one i mentioned earlier house of games games, which was my introduction to him Mm
0: -hmm.
1: well that's not true it was it was my introduction to him as a as a director which i don't know Mm -hmm. if he directed anything before that actually
0: yeah i'm not sure if it's
1: not his first it's very very early yeah because this uh, is like i was in high school and i came out so that was like yeah a thousand years yeah. ago
0: but i you know i personally I- enjoy um that sort of again that stylized y- y- you know there's there are a number of scenes in here that stand out one of them is when um joe ross is is confronting uh jimmy dell at the what we think is a car dealership for high-end cars you know <laughs> right right and and so much of that di- dialogue is like look look no like look it's this very stilted what i didn't want to intrude why would i want to intrude L- look you know no you told me you were going to bring her the book
2: we were supposed to have dinner last night what happened Don't the laws of courtesy apply to the rich? Well, you know, you're a hell of a one to talk about courtesy. I don't understand. You had my sister waiting for you all afternoon. What? What do you mean, what? I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. You were going to bring the book to her. I did bring her the book. You left it for her. I, you... You told me you were going to bring the book to her. I called, she was waiting for it. She was waiting for- She waited all afternoon. I never said I'd bring her the book. Well, I believe that's what we settled on. It certainly was not. I didn't, I didn't, look, 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 I didn't, look, I didn't want to intrude. Why would I want to intrude? Hmm. My understanding was you asked me to drop it off. That's not what we said. Well, look here, it certainly is. And I don't know what the thing is with you, but I don't appreciate being accused of a lack of courtesy, seriously. And isn't it possible you misremembered? No, no, don't look at me like I want something from you. I don't want anything from you. You asked me to do that. Is it possible you got it wrong? Huh, is it possible? It's possible. All right, that's all I wanna say, thank you.
0: I I really like that. The other thing that I love in this movie is, there are so many like, like I love Ricky Jay. I just think he is, uh, he's so much fun to watch as an actor, and he's got <laughs> some great moments in this. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, some, even some of the dialogue between him and and Susan, you know, where. Again, it's not how anyone would actually speak, you know? he's right. He says to her, like, you know, how is it in the outer offices? And her response is... And she's bringing him tea and cookies. And her response is, my Troika was pursued by wolves. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and he says to her, back to her, good thing that this cookie arrived unscathed. <laughs> and I just love the way that it's delivered. And again... No one talks that way! But I love it in this context. It's one of those things, like, I'm just going to accept that this is the world that I live in uh, for the duration of this movie and and enjoy it.
1: Exactly. And I think think even back, um, well, actually, when you you chose this, you had said, you know, people either love his movies or you know don't care for them Uh and it's it's because of the it's because of mammoth speak i mean that's the way absolutely yeah that's what it is and and i think he even has said you know he he realizes his dialogue isn't in in essence you know precisely crafted for you know the effect it has rather than Mm -hmm. There, yeah, I don't think he believes normal people speak this way. And
0: Oh, you know, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's like a in th- choice, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's like
1: in theater. Like you, right. There's a totally different way people interact mm-hmm. when you see a play than when they do right. in a movie. It's just right. not the same. So it's a different experience.
0: And I think that may be part of what I really enjoy about it, because I really appreciate theater. I, some of my favorite movies are movies that hmm. feel hmm. like a play. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we'll talk about this when we get to Reservoir Dogs eventually, but it's, <laughs> it may be my favorite Tarantino movie because it yeah. feels like a play, right? you know, right. it's single location, it's, you know, amplified dialogue, it's, you know, all of this stuff. Um, and, um, yeah, I don't know, there's just something about that that, that appeals to me. And, and I know it turns some people off because, you know, they want to see something different, and that's fine, you know. It's all a matter of taste. Um, some of the other things that I wanted to point out in this movie is, um, <laughs> there are two lines that, um, uh, there's one line that I actually agree with and believe in and love the way that it's articulated, and uh-huh. then there's a second line that I don't believe in, but I still really appreciate it for its conciseness in the movie the first line that i i appreciate is a ricky j line where he says to joe because they're talking at the the bar in the i don't know where are they bahamas or cayman islands or wherever it's supposed well, to be
1: yeah it's yeah exactly right
0: yeah um and joe is talking about you know i'm not going to get compensated for my work and you know bonus and yada 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 and uh, uh ricky j says to him he says you know what i think he says Worry is like interest paid in advance on a debt that never comes due. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, I really love actually, it.
1: that. Yeah, I, 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 you know, of course, I did not memorize dialogue. You know, when I <laughs> had seen it, and there were, I mean, he gets all the sweet lines in this movie. He sure anyway. does. Yeah, and so they they give him that gift, but that is a that is an excellent
0: quote. Yeah, he he's got another one that is is less. Um, it's just it feels a little bit thrown in there, and everyone appreciates it in the moment. But I'm like, okay, well, that was just sort of a heady things to say when he gets off the plane, oh, he right. gets off the boat, and he's like, a man, What do we say? He says, a man once uh, told us that we are human, and by being human, we dream, and by and when we dream, dream, we, dream we, we dream of dream money. Of money. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, <laughs> you're drunk. Go home. <laughs> It's one of those things that
1: sounds really profound, but it's
0: right. just and stupid. Then, if you think about it, you're like, all right. Right. It's like, yeah. well, I would rather be rich than stupid. So. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, the other the other line I just wanted to mention is uh, Steve Martin has this line, and he's talking to Joe. And he says, he says to him, cause they're talking about the deal. And, and he, at this point, Joe doesn't know he's a con man and he's yeah. talking about, he's concerned about like his boss, you know, um, not compensating him for what he's owed. And, and Steve Martin has the line, uh, uh always do business as though you're, they're trying to screw you. And if they're not, you can be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just, I just love that. That's the one I don't ascribe to <laughs> personally. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a bunch of things like that 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 um, just stick with me in this movie. And again, part you know, some of it's the dialogue, some of it's just how it's delivered. A lot of it is how it's delivered. Um, a lot of Susan's lines are. The way that she delivers it, you know, there's the moment when she's, she comes over to Joe's house and, you know, she's sort of flirting and trying to yes, seduce him. Sort of. <laughs> in a, in her weird, awkward way. Yeah, like, it's totally weird.
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: come on. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Well, no, we can come back to that in a moment, but she's got that line at the end. She's like, if you ever need some company yeah, or you need someone to cook you dinner. Or oh, dinner and breakfast? breakfast. <laughs> like, it's like... Yeah, we get
1: it. <laughs> no, that part I thought... I Like, it's not really a right or wrong. Right. I just thought it was so weird. You know what I mean? Like, it was one of those yeah. things like, yes, there's no woman that talks like this. There's just... <laughs> there's, no, there's no person that, like, would just... Yeah. Yeah, like... Well, it's, <laughs> but uh, it sounds
0: kind of cool, but it's weird. <laughs> uh, well, not only that, and... W- w- I hate to do this, but jumping to the very end of the movie, and I think the last line when she's been caught and Steve Martin's been caught and yeah. the whole thing is coming out, and she's sort of like, Joe, can you help me? Can you yeah, help me? right. You know? And his last line to her is, I think you need to spend some spend time, some time, in, time your in your room. room. <laughs> And then she smiles and gets she into smiles. the band.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's just like <laughs> s- psychopath. Um, I will say this, uh, though. There was like, even at the beginning of the movie, all right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very beginning when we first get introduced to Susan, I'm like, yeah. she's, she's up to something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm serious. I had no reason to believe that other than the vibe <laughs> that she was portraying. I was like, she's in, she <coughs> could be involved in this in some way. Yeah. you know in in terms of like she's not basically she's not who she seems she was and and maybe that's just good writing and acting i maybe mm-hmm. i don't know that that she, yeah. she like portrayed herself as so unnatural
0: um and yeah then, um but 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 okay so here's a, a question do you because i feel like most characters in this are unnatural do you <laughs> think <laughs> fair enough <laughs> do, you, do you think she jumps out because um you know the rest of the characters are men and she's a woman yeah do you think that has anything to do with it because his i mean
1: several of his movies of course just focus on the um kind of male friendships and stuff right Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. you know or the interactions and competitions that are maybe um yeah, like that. Which you know, it may be it it may be because of that because she's mm-hmm. she is like um, you know a very strong character mm-hmm. who's, who's trying to move you know maneuver she's, um, she's, you know Roz.
0: She's a strong character, or she's a strong person who is playing, uh, as she says, someone with a secretary's mentality. <laughs> right. Right. So you know. <laughs> most of her her interactions I think are an act right right exactly you know when she's yeah when she's like at the airport and she's like can I put my camera through is this film you know like there's things Mm -hmm. like that you know that um I think she's doing intentionally to maintain that that character yeah no I mean she's building and then she builds up
1: suspicions in his head and gives Mm -hmm. him just random bits of information to kind yeah. of feed, feed him some mm-hmm. doubts and ideas and this and that. So yeah. in that way, yeah. Um, yeah. But again, be, be, because of that, at the mm-hmm. I started to have suspicions about, this is like mm. really weird information to give someone in any, sure. any sure. circumstance, yep. even for one right. of his movies. It, it just struck me as, you know, the fact that she kind of, you know, showed herself interested, it makes total sense because she was mm-hmm. trying to like earn his trust seduce him or whatever um, yeah you know it was an, it, it was a it was an attempt to
0: ploy there's there's the line that she has she says when you own the company, can I be queen? <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no i I think I think you're right I think you know um uh, she is she cuts the balance between coming off as sort of, uh, bizarre, but, you know, even bizarre for this world that we're in, uh, the mammoth world. Um, <laughs> but, but that Joe could easily dismiss as flirting, you know, right. flirtation, you know, that yes. kind of thing. Right. So, yeah.
1: Anyway. And it's funny because yeah. that's mammoth's actual wife <laughs> that's his, uh, they've been <laughs> married a long time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she hasn't starred in like a bunch of movies though. Like, no, I looked. Like, I looked she at, was, at her she IMDb
0: Hei- briefly. She was in Heist. Yeah, that's Heist. What I, was I say, remember yeah. from
1: mm-hmm. Heist, and I can't yeah. think of anything else. But you know, which
0: is not great. my favorite Heist film. No, no, <laughs> definitely not.
1: Um, but I would have liked to have seen her in more movies. I thought thought she was an interesting character,
0: um, mm-hmm. even though it was, I agree.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was <laughs>
0: well. Yeah. Uh, and, and here's, here's what I would say about her performance in this, which is it's jarring, but it's jarring because of the dialogue and the direction. I think she may be more, I think she and Campbell Scott maybe nail the dialogue and the delivery better than anyone else in mm. this movie. Mm. I think yeah, Steve Martin has a little bit of a challenge with it. Um, yes. And it yeah. doesn't come across the way it's intended. I think she nails it, and I think Campbell Scott nails it too. Uh, ben Gazzara doesn't have as many sort of lines that stick out from that kind of stylized right. dialogue, right? Um, and I, would, I guess I would say Ricky Jay as well. Um, I think I think he nails it as well. But so you know, any comment on from in in my opinion, my amateur opinion, I think she does a great job at delivering what is on the page in service of what mammoth's vision is
1: yeah um, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah i think you're right so glenn movie with a bunch of twists and turns and you know <laughs> um but the fo- you know the focus is you know we've talked you know dialogue is 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 the reason that um mm-hmm. you wanted to discuss this movie is what would what would uh, what stands out to you as the key scene Well, the key scene for me
0: has nothing to do with dialogue, so maybe I've already (laughs) failed on my (laughs) task. I set you up. All right, go ahead. (laughs) I know, and I whiffed it. Uh, No, my key scene, honestly, it's something we've already talked about. Um, Mm -hmm. This was a hard movie to pick a key scene for, so what I what i settled on was it's it's kind of a montage but it is the moment of revelation which Mm. is oh my god i've been conned and so it's those series of vignettes after uh joe goes to the cops and they are going back and revisiting every location that he has (laughs) been to it's (laughs) right you know the the room that was supposed to be where jimmy dell lived and it's just a utility closet and a bathroom that was supposed to be a butler's (laughs) place where he's bringing up martinis and a pool but it's just a a bathroom yeah uh uh, they go to the exclusive quote-unquote club um you know where the office is just a coat check room and it's just a, a regular old restaurant um Another plot hole, by the way. If the cops were actually interested, they could actually ask them. Did somebody rent this whole goddamn place out a yeah, couple of nights I, ago? Yeah, exactly. I, I thought of that too. It's like yeah. there must be a record. Of exactly. Somebody yeah. doing something, right? Because we right. saw it happen, so we know it did. Anyway, but <laughs> so, <laughs> so that whole process of you know revisiting all of those points along the way, and it dawning on Joe, it's deeper and deeper and deeper all of the ways that he has been conned and tricked culminating in the interrogation that we've already talked about by the cops. Um, and all of those little clues, like the, you know, the, the, the club membership form is actually the request for a political sign from uh, Venezuela. The, you know, the, anyway, every, a lot of what we've already talked about, so don't, don't need to recover it. Um, but obviously, you know, this is of course the turning point in the movie. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of an easy pick from from that standpoint, but I did enjoy the the the, the like the Joe seems to get lower and lower and lower and lower as he <laughs> realizes the depths of manipulation and con that he has yeah, been put through. With the culmination of the cops being like, "You're in big trouble, buddy." <laughs> exactly. Like, like, kick him when he's down, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah anyway so that 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 was my uh pick for key scene
1: no that actually was it was a very effective like um when yeah when he realizes his trust has been betrayed like on every Mm -hmm. level right right you know it's and i did i totally i did feel for him um (laughs) at that point thinking oh yeah he he was trying to do the right thing and trying to like you know i didn't think anything was um you know out of bounds uh, in that in that regard but yeah no that that would be yeah just like humiliating and like oh my gosh
0: what what am i going to do now um yeah humiliating and and also like you know at the very end he's finally like okay i think i need to talk to a lawyer and the cop says i should think so right <laughs> cuz like he's been thinking i'm trying to help the police figure out who, yeah exactly that's who took me and Even the then- police are <laughs> like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that sounds like a bad place to be <laughs> <laughs> Well Chris, uh, we've talked about many aspects of this movie but the question that we have to answer on every episode of Movies Will Save the World is did the Spanish prisoner save the world? Now that's um it's a complicated
1: question actually. Um, <laughs> for one, <laughs> we didn't we didn't touch upon this and and, and not that okay. it, it 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 it's it's when they explained the whole con the Spanish prisoner Mm-hmm. I just maybe, you know, I, I admit the limits <laughs> of my understanding of anything, but I didn't see how yeah, that, you, that
0: wait, was the con. <laughs> Chris, do you mean when Al Bundy explains yeah, the Spanish prisoner? That <laughs> was the first thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: So Al Bundy's, disc- and I even looked it up, right? Well, what is the yeah. Spanish? And it is a real, I mean, real con, sure. meaning that, it's, mm-hmm. that there was such a thing. And I, I didn't. I couldn't follow it all. Like, why? <laughs> the yeah. movie's called The Spanish Prisoner, all right? It yeah. didn't make any sense to me, and I'm sure somebody could explain it to me.
0: Um, uh, I am with you on that. I never quite got it either. Yeah.
1: And as much as I enjoyed the film, which I did, um, mm-hmm. even though I knew what would happen, it was still fun to see it play out and, and, mm-hmm. and, to, and to think about it. But I don't think it's this, even his best kind of con movie. Um mm-hmm. So for me, it didn't. It didn't save the world. Yeah, um, I
0: I thought about this a lot today. Um, I'm with you. I I I I really love this movie, but it's like loving Lucky Charms. Like, <laughs> like you know, there are the thing there are these certain things that are like <laughs> candy for me. Right. But if I had to come back and say, like, you know, is this? Uh, is, is there a message here? Or is there, you know, uh, a bigger thing to, to tie into? No, I watch it cause I enjoy the taste, um, <laughs> right. you know, uh, but no, I, I, I would agree with you. I don't, I don't think it, I, it did come out in a time of indie films, but it wasn't, it wasn't anything necessarily new. Um, um, yeah, maybe house of games, maybe a better con movie than this one. um, if that's the one that you have in mind, but yeah, um, yeah, it is. Yeah. But, um, yeah, as, as much as I enjoy it, like I said, it's just, I don't know. I watch it cause I like it. Um, but not that, not that I get much out of it other than I'm familiar with it. I like the sort of stylized aspect to it, uh, which I guess is why I said it's like eating Lucky Charms. It's just, <laughs> it's just, i do it for my own gratification
1: (laughs) yeah i don't don't want to give the impression that there was you know um that i didn't enjoy Mm -hmm. the experience or watching it or anything like that but um it didn't make itself stand out from other movies of that era or other movies Mm -hmm. of the genre or and and i'm not even sure it made money i think I mean it wasn't a huge budget either but you know these yeah. movies have such limited releases to begin mm-hmm. with and right. actually this is this is a side commentary about not mm-hmm. this movie but this kind of movie mm-hmm. which is um we're seeing un- unfortunately i think less movies like this which are kind sure. of mid budget movies Mhm. Um meaning like the focus of course is on blockbusters, right? I mean that's cuz yeah. cuz cause it, cause it has to be that way because right. you're selling, you know, the 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 markets, it's not just selling in America, but these right. have to be marketed across the world. A movie like right. this would not yeah. translate in, into really any other culture that well. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um you know, so it's a hard sell. Mm-hmm. Um you know, because it's an indie movie, maybe um, but then you know even you basically would have to have actors um, known actors
0: mm-hmm.
1: who would invest their time in a movie where they're not going to get paid that much it's not right. going to be a huge so i think that's the unfortunate thing is we're seeing less and less right. movies of this type um mm-hmm. you know i'm trying to, you know i was i was thinking about like we just saw the Academy Awards and Mm -hmm. there, there were movies thrown up there, but you know, it's more like, um, you know, foreign films are more Mm of this type of movie. Right. Um, but you know, to have, I don't know. Um, that, that was just kind of a, 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 as I was watching this, that kind of struck me. It's like, you know, I just, maybe I'm wrong, but I just feel like there's less movies for just approaching kind of a small story. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's my impression as well. And I was, it was, I was going along the same sort of thought processes you were uh, talking about that, which is like, am I just less in the know as I, you know, feel like I was back in the late nineties, early two thousands. Or are there legitimately fewer of these kinds of stories? It feels like there are fewer. And to your point, you know, there's, there's a lot of really good uh, uh, foreign movies um, that might fit better in this this sort of uh, you know uh, niche, but um, but yeah,
1: other than like eight
0: twenty four type mm-hmm. movies, yeah. who are very mm-hmm. focused on
1: that kind of this yeah. this, this si- the size the size of movie, um, right? We're not you know that it was a fun in you know not to be like one of those guys, but it was a fun era. <laughs> it was when when we had a lot of choices in that regard, yeah. and I, I don't think we're necessarily. Ignorant on the fact that there's i mean and if any like we're like more aware of mm-hmm. what's out there at least from yeah you, know, you you know just these movies aren't hidden gems as much anymore I don't know it's, well
0: it, here's maybe what I might say if this movie came out today in yeah. our current um uh uh what's the right word um environment i guess it's not the right word of what i'm looking for but it's fine if this movie were to come out today i might lean toward it does save the world because it is pushing that forward the fact that it came out you know in the late 90s when there was a ton of like you know kind of lower budget mid-budget uh indie kind of things you know it's not really pushing the dial (laughs) so right it got caught up in yeah
1: like a noise of other movies that got more attention Mm -hmm. um even though he was you know, pretty well known you know yep. writer at that time, it wasn't like he oh, was yeah. just like <laughs> you know he was known in Hollywood as, as, mm-hmm. as a significant writer. Um, even though it's interesting, a lot of his movies didn't <laughs> didn't make a ton of money. Um, even no, Glen but- Gary Glenn Ross was a commercial failure. Even though now it's like maybe considered his most well known. Even though he didn't direct it, it's no. still associated with him. Um, but it
0: was. Five yeah. years before this movie, so yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. So so he, he was, was,
1: yeah. So he was kind of somebody who you know mm-hmm. could do this. Um, yeah. and you're probably right. And I think what what makes it seem even kind of different or weird or whatever, um, because it's very hard to find movies now that don't take some sort of stance on some issue. Yeah, like to have a movie, and we've talked like mm-hmm. we've talked mm-hmm. about this. I like. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's not like you mm-hmm. shouldn't have messages in your movie. However, mm-hmm. it is also nice just to have a movie that's just a story, and that right. I don't, I don't have to like look through, like, well, what does the director believe about such and such? Because sure. I don't really care what the director believes. Now, if mm-hmm. if they are making a satire, you know, of of you know, of political change and things like that, um, that's that's that. that you know, some directors are really good at that, but otherwise, to have so again, I I do one thing I appreciate about movies of this era and you know stories in general. I just I just like an interesting story, and this was an attempt at making a kind of clever mm-hmm. news, not new, but you know, just another yeah. an, an, another another way to 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 do a con type movie, which are movies I like. Um, yeah, me too, in general. Um, mm-hmm. So this, so long winded,
0: (laughs) I think, I think we are in agreement that we both like the movie and that at the end of the day, no, it does not save the world, but go watch it. People should watch it. Uh, Chris, I have a, would you rather for you this week on this movie? Mm -hmm. Um, I can't say I got super creative on this question. And I have no idea what you're going to answer. So here's my question. Um, Would you rather be um, Joe Ross being taken by one of the most complicated and convoluted (laughs) confidence schemes that I have ever seen? True. Or... Would you rather be in charge of making the confidence scheme actually work and succeed? Huh. One sort of a managerial question and one sort of a personal failing or, or chagrin. I do right.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, morally, I would want to be, um, you know, the the Ross character who gets... Sure. Who, who does the who tries to do the honorable thing all the time, but he goes through hell. I mean, and his he feels his life is genuinely in danger, uh-huh. if not if not you know the criminal stuff. But these people are dangerous people, and that you know. Uh-huh. Um, no, I don't deal good with stress, so I don't, but then the other stress of of concocting this fun, um, you know a con or
0: um and seeing it through yeah
1: making it succeed so i mean are you talking all right i do have to have a um a clarification now yes mr klein is the mastermind behind this whole deal it's it's not i I would
0: argue that mr klein hired dell yeah that's what i think to figure it out and how to do it Because it wouldn't have worked either with like
1: Susan, the new secretary going down to, you know, that would, you know, all those, you know, it made sense after we find out Klein was behind it. It was like, okay, Mm -hmm. now I get why some of these things were in place. Yep. Um, Well, in terms of, yeah, I guess, (laughs) I guess I would, I would, I would, I would choose the mastermind role. in (laughs) this.
0: Really? Okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I I'm, su- I'm surprised myself. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but just, just the idea of yeah, all the moving. It's like a chess game. It's all the moving parts, and I love like strategicy things. You know, oh man, strategerism.
0: It's, yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, I'll keep this in mind as our friendship progresses over the years. Um, and I'll also say this, I hate that strategy. <laughs> like stuff. So I'm like, take my money, I don't want to have to think about all of this.
1: <laughs> no, I do logistics I don't like, but like uh, okay. co- coming up with a strategy is actually super fun for me. <laughs> I really right. do. I don't want but I don't want to be the person doing it. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't want to have to implement sure. all that stuff. So the idea of coming up with a scheme like that is, is it is kind of intriguing, and that's why I like. <laughs> it's why I like these kind of movies. I like to see yeah, how they yeah. try to pull it off. Um, yeah, you, totally. You
0: know, so it's kind of cool. All right, good so There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep my wallet in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm and, and I'm not always after money. There's other things I want.
0: <laughs> first you get the the power then you get the what is it first you get the money then then you, get the you power, get the, then you get the girls the, the, or whatever yeah the, <laughs> then
1: you get the women right the, <laughs> oh
0: man <laughs> all right chris well this has been a lot of fun to talk about um fun movie uh i've waited a long time to talk about this one with you so this was a lot of fun but yes what do we have coming up next okay we
1: (laughs) we've i've you know i've wanted when i knew back in the day that we would do a podcast and (laughs) there was obviously a few movies at the top of my list that we'd eventually get to um Uh and this is um Well, not a con or a heist. It's a horror movie. (laughs) Okay, okay. And I'm offering it up as one of the best horror movies of all time. All right, Um, bold statement. Yes. And it is 1982's John Carpenter's film, The Thing.
0: Yay, The Thing. (laughs) Excellent. Which,
1: Which we've both seen a thousand times. Um, and for, you know, I still rewatch it. And, yeah. but I've never, I've never sat down and discussed with, you know, someone, with, with, with a friend, you know, what it, what it is about this movie and, and how, and how I think yeah. it, it has stood the test of time. Um, so, in, in a genre that doesn't necessarily age well.
0: Yeah. So this will be a lot of fun. I'll be honest. I've only seen this a couple of times. I have not Seriously? seen oh. it. Yeah. I, I came oh. to it late. I did not watch it, you know, back oh, in the day. Oh, Well, that's
1: good perspective that I, yeah, I,
0: yeah, it be. was always one of those gaps in my movie seeing, huh. you know, history. And I, I think the first time I watched it may have been as recent as five years ago. So <laughs> wow. I know, I know, right? <laughs> so, okay, well, this it will be This will be a very interesting
1: dialogue then.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, awesome, sounds good. No, I, I, great, great pick, um, and I look forward to it. So, all right, well, folks, thank you so much for listening. As always, um, yeah. if you like the show, please tell a friend. That's maybe the best way to get the word out. Um, and really, it's leave. the only way that we. Yeah, adding, uh, you know, adding adding uh, copious five star reviews might help, but honestly, just telling someone that it's a good show is that's gonna. We're look at listen, guys. We're incrementally growing this audience here. This is not. Good. I don't think we're going viral anytime soon. So. <laughs> anyway so that's gonna do it for us this week uh, dream yeah yeah <laughs> chris thanks as always and looking yeah, forward this
1: to was, this was fun as usual
0: yeah looking forward to next week talking about john carpenter's the thing